Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, guys? It's your boy Dylan. I'm here to talk about once again betonline.ag. Betonline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way for all your betting needs for all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure you use our promo code BLEAVE, that is capital letters B L E A V, to receive your rewards. One more time, that is capital letters B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. What is up, Thunder fans? No, it's not Dylan. Um, it is Champagne Jerry, the bubbly master himself. Uh, joining you guys on a Wednesday night, uh, about 24 hours after we played the Lakers game, or started the Lakers game, rather. Uh, and I am joined tonight by Alex. Uh, he looks like he's in a bathroom, uh, but he's I'm not in the break room. Uh, how the heck are you doing, Alex? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Ready to, you know, there's, there's a lot of thunder things going on, a lot of positive thunder things going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just ready to uh, kind of wax poetic about it. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, let's just jump straight into it. So I'm just going to be honest here, okay? Um, I fell asleep at halftime um, last night. I, I couldn't help it. I got woken up at, at 3 o'clock by my cat. Um, Old man yeah, I got to watch the uh, highlights on my phone for about five minutes before I passed back out for like an hour. Um, but I've just been running on fumes the last couple of nights. Those West Coast games, especially back-to-backs, kind of kicked me right in the nuts. Um, so as you can probably tell, we're not going to talk about the Warriors game because we had no, a game six, Clay. And... Why does Clay hate us? That's the only thing mm. I'm going to say. That's the only thing I'm going to say is why does Clay hate us? And why couldn't we just figure out a way to put the ball in the hole a little bit more? Um, Because it was just ridiculous. So um, I think everybody, since it's been kind of trended out that the chance of LeBron beating the record against the Thunder in L.A. um, has been kind of hyping everybody up. And that's what everybody's been talking about for, what, the last two weeks almost. Yeah. and it finally happened last night. So uh, we played the Lakers in Staples Center. Electric atmosphere there. Like well, that definitely. Well, if you're paying ninety six thousand dollars for courtside seats, it better be electric. Well, your name's Denzel Washington and Bad Bunny, so um, yeah. you can pretty much get away with that. But uh, that, to me, just the atmosphere in and of itself felt like a playoff game type of atmosphere um, with just the noise, the energy inside of that place. 
you know, LeBron was bringing his best because he really wanted to get that thing out of the way. Um, but the Thunder won, you know, 133 to 130, which I was pleasantly happy with uh, whenever I woke up. That was the first thing I checked. So whenever I woke up, I was like, all right, Thunder Twitter, you know, the Thunder handle first. I'm going to go there first. Let me see if we won the game or not. And then I'll go check everything else out. Um, so we won the game and I was like, yes. And then I went to just, you know, the search bar and it was just LeBron, King James, record breaker, all this crap, you know, that he, uh, that he ended up doing against us. And then I saw the play finally, you know, him scoring over Kenridge. Um, but, you know, with me falling asleep, I really don't have that much to talk about other than, and I'll, I'll just put this out there as my single large item because this is all that I know. Um, I'm going to call them our big three now is what I'm going to call this trio uh, was playing very freaking well in that first half. And I'm mentioning Shea, of course, Giddy and J-Dub. Um, they were absolutely electric. Uh, Jay Will was doing his dang thing too, hitting some threes and oh, that yes. ridiculous bounce pass that he threw at like to Giddy Randy. Yeah, Randy Johnson speeds like that thing was just stupid fast. I love him for that, but um, I really don't have other than that, like no memory of what the heck happened last night. So, Alex, like, kind of what were some of the things that you picked up on it? And let me say this real quick the crappiest part. My wife stayed awake and didn't even wake me up. She just let <laughs> well, me. Sleep. Well, then yeah. get her on the podcast, man. You I know. I might as well. Yeah. You go ahead and go to sleep. Get her on the podcast. We can talk. We can talk about basketball. Yeah. Well, she she said it was awesome though, just to see it in, yeah. in a moment because she's never been a part of like something like that before. Um, the last kind of big record was the Russell triple deck triple double and i almost said triple decker there um <laughs> triple double and uh i was just a maniac for that and i don't even think she understood like the enormity of that but all-time yeah. leading score in the league and kareem being the last guy um it was kind of a big deal to her so i can only imagine you being a basketball head me being a basketball head what i would have thought but uh sort of give us your thoughts what what was kind of so going through your head through that so number one, so a couple thoughts. Number one, you know, I, I think it's awesome that Oklahoma City has been a part of so much history when it comes to basketball. <laughs> you know, and, and, and some some of it good, some of it bad. Yeah, you know? that's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, us, you know, us doing, you know, being being the team that that LeBron scores that basket that they, you know, makes him the, the scoring leader, you know, in the league all time. And he's probably going to go ahead and add like two to 3000 more points to that by the time it's, his career is done. So we're looking at, we're probably looking at a 40,000 point plus mm -hmm. score. Um, you know, so we did this, you know, unfortunately we were part of the, the worst loss in NBA history, you know, yeah. 73 pointer yeah. against uh, Memphis. You know, and, and we've seen, you know, we've seen Russell do his thing during his MVP season with the triple-double stuff. We have seen, you know, we've seen game six Clay kind of uh, kind of emerge, you know, w whenever we didn't want him to. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, you know, a lot of it ties back to LeBron. LeBron got his first championship against us. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's been kind of, you know, it's good and bad. It's been awesome to be part of so much NBA history in such a short time that 
the Thunder have been in Oklahoma City. So let me just go ahead and preface everything by saying that. I think it was awesome to see LeBron do this. You know, I, you know I, I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm not necessarily a LeBron stan either. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I believe LeBron has had, like I said, so much intertwined history with the Thunder that it's it's been bad for us. But at the same time, you know, this is a guy that I can look at and I can go ahead and kind of respect. You know, he he hasn't gotten in trouble, you know, it, it, off the court. For what, you know, for all intents and purposes, he seems like a good husband, a good father, you know. And honestly, you know, he's done a lot for the game of basketball as far as, you know, pushing it into this into this social media era that we're in now. Um, so props to him. I'm going to give him his flowers. You know, he deserves everything that that he gets from it. You know, there's a uh, there's a skill aspect to it. There's a longevity aspect to it. And there's a taking care of your body aspect to it. And he's done all three of them, you know, and so, you know, so props to him for, you know, for doing what it takes, what, what, what needs, what he needs to, to stay in the league and be top notch for so long. So, yay. Congratulations, LeBron. You got your record. But I will say this outside of LeBron getting the record. Um, I am so happy that the Thunder showed out last night because so many people were watching that game. <sighs> 375 million at its peak. Yes. I mean, just listen to that number. That's Super Bowl numbers. Yeah. That is, that is Super Bowl numbers. You know, and in the NBA, the, the NBA, for as popular as it is, never touches that stratosphere of Super Bowl numbers. No. And this was a game that it was historic. It was Super Bowl numbers. And our guys dominated in this game. You know, this was not this was not oh just one guy scoring forty five points. This was our top four or five guys out there balling out and saying, "Hey, we know Shea is an all star, but also take notice of, you know, Jaden Williams, J Dub. Take notice mm-hmm. of Josh Giddy. Take notice of Jay Will. Jay Will. You know, couple couple weeks ago we were like, uh, you know, maybe next season rookie. You know, but he has shown out over the last couple weeks as far as how valuable he is and, you know, what he could be in the future. Yeah. Um, so you can't forget about Moose. Moose is out there doing yeah, the Moose, thing too. Kenrich, you know, Kenrich. Yeah, yeah. So those two guys, their veteran presence, again, can be, you know, the, their fingerprints uh, as far as their veteran leadership on this team are noticeable 100%. You can see how these two guys are able to push the young guys into doing what they're supposed to be doing. These two guys are basically the Nick Collison and Kendrick Perkins of our current rebuild. You know, that's, minus, that's what they are. Minus being able to hit layups on the first possession of games. Um, yeah, the perk punt. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean like, there was, there was so much that could have gone wrong in this game. You mm-hmm. know, the nervousness, the anticipation. You know, LeBron has been a part of this throughout his entire career. The Thunder – the players that we have currently have not, you know, outside of, outside of SGA and, um, and Dort playing in that, you know, in that one series against Houston. And then, you know, of course, SGA played against the Warriors with the Clippers when he was with the Clippers yeah. his rookie season. But outside of that, a lot of these guys have not ever faced a game like this. You know, this was a game of consequence. Um, and coach Dagnall coached it like it was a game of consequence. Mm-hmm. You know, he put Trey man out there for five minutes saw he was getting cooked and was like, nope. Nope, five minutes. Yeah, that's exactly. all got. Exactly, you know, and so 
we kind of got a little glimpse of what like a playoff rotation would look like. And this is without JRE out there, this is without Poku, this is without Dort. So I'm pretty sure that would change a little bit. Yeah. But you kind of got to see kind of Coach Dagnall in his bag as far as how he would coach a, a team in a playoff rotation, which is pretty awesome to see. Um, but yeah, man, like like these young guys had, you know, they could have they could have completely shit the bed. You know, they could have been nervous. They could have been out there, you know, just shooting up threes and missing. But no, yep. they came out poised. They came out um, attacking. And they did what they were supposed to do. They played their brand of basketball. They didn't care what anybody else was doing. They didn't let LeBron or Anthony Davis or anybody else dictate what they were doing. They were going to play at their speed. And honestly, it looked like a bunch of old men versus a bunch of young men out there. And yep. eventually, the young men won out. Um in this game, you know, you're talking about Shea had a ho-hum 30 points, eight, eight assists. You know, you had Jalen Williams with 25 points. And Jalen, J-Dub yeah. um, with 25 points. Uh, you know, you had six Giddy. steals. <laughs> yeah, exactly, six steals. You know, so you saw those long arms out there. You saw him in, in the passing lanes just causing havoc. Um, you know, you saw Giddy getting 20, was it 27 and six, I think, something like that. Uh, just having Giddy had twenty uh, five and six is what he had, five but, and six, yeah. so but the way that game. he played was great. Like he took advantage yeah. of in the first half at least. Whenever I was awake, he took advantage of like every mismatch that he could, and mm-hmm. was just like, "Screw it, I'm going to go after this, and I'm going to go straight, you know, for the horns." At the end of the day, and I think that's like kind of to like back you up on this. That's what I'm really like impressed with is. The, this game does have consequences, especially if this team is trying to make a push into the play-in or even better. Um, and on that stage and being able to literally control the game, they controlled it from what I can tell. You know what I mean? I looked at the, the yeah. scoring sheet. They controlled it from opening tip to the end. You yeah. know, now did the Lakers make runs? Of course. Um, what was their largest lead? Was it 15 or 12? I think it was 15. And yeah, and just to do that, and again, just in 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 that environment was just absolutely amazing. And then, you know, you get Shea. When was it was either this morning or last night? You know, they fill up the seats. I fill up the stat sheets. Something about some shoes and big feet. I forget what it was the rest of the way, but um, the, the big red shoes that he wore. Yeah, but dude knows he's here. You know what I mean? Like, he knows he can hang with any of them now. Because um, I think it, just in the first half, they try to throw everybody at him that they could, and he just destroyed everybody. It didn't matter who it was. Yeah. He destroyed them. Um, and I think, you know, Mark, or Coach, rather, sorry, I'm calling my first name, Um because we have that relationship with him. We do, we do. Um, <laughs> but he 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 just coached a hell of a game, you know. Like he valued the W more than the development at that moment, and that's kind of what I think about early on in, in Thunder Days. You know what I mean? Whenever we were coming up and we were starting to get better, and we were starting to get better, like our rotations shrunk down. Golly, I remember. 2011, 12, we're playing eight guys. You know what I mean? And and sometimes seven. Um, And we kind of did the same thing tonight. Granted, 
a lot of it's just due to weird injuries and stuff like that going on right now. But um, we, we have a lot to be excited about. And I'm not even talking about like a Lakers team that I think is impressive or is even going to make it to the playoffs. Um, I just don't see it. And um, for us to sort of just make that gap a little bit larger for them, uh, just really, really, really impressed me. And then being able to come back, because I watched kind of the whole ceremony thing and how long that lasted, right? To be able to come back out of that and still be like, no, we're going to go put you know our foot on their neck and finish this thing out. Um, I watched the crunch time minutes, a few of them, and they played like a team that deserves to win a lot more games than what they have, you know, this season. Um, so just super proud of these guys, super proud of these guys, uh, for what they did. And I mean, we still have the easiest strength of schedule the rest of the way. We just have a tough March. That's about it. And it's just because all the games that we play in March, but, um, and it's not, it's not even just that. We play a lot of the teams that are around us in the standings. Yeah. yeah. So that's very important. You know, if you want to go ahead and prove, go ahead and prove. You know, those, those are the teams that you have to beat. If yep. you lose to, like, the Denvers, if you lose, lose to, like, Memphis, it's kind of expected. Yep. You know, because those teams are, are so far ahead of you. But, you know, these games against Portland, these games against Utah, these games against, you know, the Lakers, the Clippers, all those games, all those teams are around us. They're hovering, you know, two to three games from us. Yep. And so, you know, beating those teams, you know, throughout the season can help us to get all the way up to the sixth seed, all the way up to the fifth seed, can help us get to the ninth seed, what, you know, whatever. But whatever get to it is, yeah. Exactly. So you, you have to take care of business. And so, you know, it, I'm excited for the second half of the season to see these games of consequence, because I do think that the Thunder will allow them to go ahead and, and play out these games as far as they can go. You know, if, if they make the play in, if they make the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is as far as our draft pick, you know, but if this team is getting this far now, then with continued development and with the number two pick from last year coming into the fold this year, this yeah. next year coming up, I mean, it's like you basically got two draft picks coming up with, you know, the 23 draft pick in Chet. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be glorious. I just can't wait. I can't wait. Um, so I, I do, you know, before we move on or anything, I do yeah. give my flowers over to, to Jay Will. Like, you know, we thought that whenever Poku and JRE were out. And Don't say Chet, we. Don't say we. I bought his jersey preseason. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I really did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that he it? was. No, I have it. Yeah, it was in the arena. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they, they, they had it ready. All the draft picks that we had, you know, in the first round, they had them there. And uh, I've always loved that kid's game. And I, I thought he was kind of premature coming in this last year. You know, I thought he was going to stay another year in Arkansas, really boost his draft capital up. Um, but then I see why he was like, nah, let me go ahead and just jump in here right now. Because regardless, I'm going to fall somewhere in that late first round. Um, and he did. But um, dude's a hooper, man. Like, he has his IQ is stupid high. Um, yes. I mean, I, I saw the the charge on LeBron, you know that he that he drew. I saw the highlight of it and LeBron picking him up and pat him on the back. Mm-hmm. Like, dude is the passes that he makes. Now, granted, yeah, he's thrown a couple of squirrely ones, but haven't we all? Um, dude's nice. 
dude's really nice. But I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I just didn't want to be associated with the we in that <laughs> real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. So to to us uncultured folk. There you go. Um, yeah. I mean, like it's 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 amazing. The well, I mean, we're seeing we're seeing development in real time with him. Like he's actually getting, you know, big game minutes in NBA games, and we're seeing him improve week by week by week. Just you know, over these past over this past week and a half, we've seen a, you know, for the most part, an NBA player out there, an NBA rotation player out there, you know, and it's and it's kind of weird. Like you know, we we went into this and we were like, okay, JRE, you know, whenever he gets healthy, whenever he gets back, he's gonna go back to the starting lineup. I don't know if that's gonna be the case. Like I, you know, I, I know Mark is Mark is gonna go ahead and shuffle lineups like he's done all year sure. long, you know, but. I could definitely see them saying, hey, let's, you know, hold up, let him cook. You know, let's see how far we can take this. Let's see how good, you know, this guy is. Because if he's if he's going to be a, a rotational type player, if he's going to be able to hit threes consistently, if he's going to be able to defend bigs consistently, you know what? Our time of development is kind of running out. If we're going to if we're going to be good soon, our time of just, you know, putting guys out there and not necessarily worrying too much about the results is running out. And so this may be the season that we say, Hey, Jay, will go ahead. Let's see what you got. And if he turns out to be a player, it's going to be amazing. And that's, that's amazing on the scouting department. That's amazing. on. I know, I know he was kind of, you know, tagged to be around that, you know, early second, you know, maybe mid second, you know, range, yeah. but you know, like the intangibles, like you say, like you, this guy's not going to be like some some brute force, uh, you know, out there in, in the middle. But his ability to pass, his ability to take, you know, take the ball and just go to the other end, you know, yeah. you know, dribbling, um, has been very impressive. Has been very impressive, and this game just showed it, you know, all out. He outplayed Anthony Davis, which that's another story. I don't know what the hell was wrong with Anthony Davis. I don't know where he disappeared to. Um, you know, thirteen points, eight rebounds, I think, but. Jay will completely outplayed him. He had 14 yeah. points, seven rebounds, seven assists. He was up in the high post, just throwing passes here and there. Yeah. He was, he was acting very, you know, Draymond Green esque as far as his ability to be that big man point forward that's able to, you know, take things in a high post and, and just direct traffic from there. So if we got somebody like that on our hands, like a, you know, let's say a, a target version, Nikola Jokic. And Jay will, that's awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially in this offense that that Mark likes to run, a lot of movement, a lot of passes. You know, good shot to great shot type thing. You know, that's that guy's going to be a steal. He's going to be great to have here in the future. Yeah. No, I've I've fully believe in the Arkansas pipeline now. After the last couple of years, like you just got to believe I mean, in it. He's putting hey, out some got, NBA players. Exactly, and they got some players. They got some players in this draft coming up. Yeah, like Anthony Black. What's his name? Nick Smith. Yep. No, they they got some yeah. some dudes that'll that'll get some run. That's for sure. So, um, love you, Jay. Will. Hope you're doing well. Um, smile, buddy. Smile. <laughs> he does have an amazing smile, by the way. I said that the other day. Um, no. So, a um, little bit more Lakers news. It's kind of close to the Thunder, of course, but Russ was finally traded. Um, so the trade kind of looked like, um, involved the Lakers, the jazz, the wolves, uh, the Lakers are getting D'Angelo Russell 
Um, Russell is going to the Jazz. And then the Lakers also got Malik Beasley out of the deal. Jared Vanderbilt. And Jared Vanderbilt. Um, and then some a first-round pick, I think in like 2027 or something like that. Or yeah, top, four, further, top four protected. Yeah, it might be longer than or further out than that. But um, and Mike Conley Jr., of course, to Minnesota. I just why even bring him up? He's been a ghost for like yeah. <laughs> a while now. But um, no, you know what? No, 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 no. Mike Conley Jr. I, I get kind of angry at him because two years ago that should have been Shea's spot in the All Star game, and they yep. gave him you know the Lifetime Achievement Award spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, boo. Good guy, I'm sure. But yeah, um, okay. but yeah, you know, Russ is technically going to be in Utah, even though early rumblings are they're buying him out, you know, pretty much Bro. immediately. Um, yeah, that that history he has with Utah is not. Oh yeah, you man. can't bring him there. Yeah, you, <laughs> no, you just can't. You cannot. <laughs> and, and if I'm if I'm him too, right? Like I'm not going to put. I'll let go of the rest of my money. You know what I mean yeah. for that season to just not play in Vivint at all. Mm-hmm. Um, now do I think that if that bad blood wasn't there and there was like some, you know what I mean? It wasn't that bad, man, perfect dude to put on a fringe playoff team and push him the rest of the way because he did it with the wizards. You know what I mean? Um, he did it with us, you know, for his triple double year. Like there's no way in hell we should have been the six seed, but here we are. Um, and, it's he's going to get bought out. There's lots of different rumblings happening so far. I've heard Miami, which to me makes zero sense. Um, just well, I mean, when your when your point guard is Kyle Lowry, it makes a little bit of sense. Well, sure, but you could just sub him for Tyler Hero and bring in somebody else. You know, not not Russell. He could very well end up being there. Who knows? Um, I think the one that I'm more um, in tune with is the Clippers. I think that makes probably the most sense for all parties involved. One, he doesn't have to move. Um, so that's yeah. a plus. Um, and then two, uh, I think you got to get John Wall up out of there and put some more spark, you know, with, with that, that starting crew, you know, at the end of the day, I think they, yeah. they need that little bit of a lift. And I think that Russell, as we've seen, Back during those seasons, he brought the best out of Paul George. Um, he absolutely did, and I think that you know them reuniting would be uh, pretty special. And and hell, I I think I predicted the Clippers preseason to win it. You know what I mean, or at least get to the yeah. finals. Um, and I think that that move could just speed them up a little bit and allow them to. Um, allow Kawhi and Paul George to not have to handle the ball so much and not waste that energy, and they can spend it a little bit more on defense where they're more valuable at. Well, I mean, the thing with the Clippers is that their um, their offense is basically mid-range and three-point. That's it. Nobody's getting to the basket. And so getting a guy like Russ will allow you to, you know, he'll, he'll bulldog his way down to the, you know, down into the paint, and then he can go ahead and cause a little bit of, you know, a little bit of chaos down there and find, you know, Kawhi, find Paul George, find Kennard in the, co- in the corner and find, you know, 
just all those guys. So I think that would probably be the best landing spot for him. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of hilarious that over the past you know year he's had to play with Patrick Beverly, and then if he goes to the Clippers, he's going to have to play with Reggie Jackson. Yeah. You know, guys that he's had bad blood with as far as like you know, you know, in 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 the past, but. You know, it is what it is. You know, we 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 saw in, in L.A. that he was able to play, you know, civilly with uh, with Patrick Beverly yeah. and vice versa. So you know, I'm pretty sure old older older men tend to uh, tend to forgive the past the sins of their past, and so you know, I'm pretty sure Reggie Jackson and him will will be able to to squash that and play together if they do get on the same team. The other rumbling I'm hearing is uh, Chicago possibly with Billy Donovan. Which yeah. makes absolutely no sense at all. But no, still. It, it makes zero sense. And they're, I think they're like a hair away from blowing that up anyway, if it doesn't yeah. go any far this season. So why even bring somebody that's in off, that situation? That's an so. off-season uh, blow-up candidate right there. That's yeah. where Chicago goes. Yeah, so um, just me personally, I'm just happy as hell that he's out of a Lakers uniform. Just because anytime that anything happened, it was always blame Russ. Um, when you could point to a plethora of things that could be blamed on the Lakers not performing like everybody thought that they would, especially mm-hmm. with Russell coming in in the off season. Um, so it's 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 kind of wild to me um, that it's kind of came full circle in less than a season. And he's still the scapegoat, scapegoat. you know, yeah. like it, it, it's just, it blows my mind. If you just look at the Lakers injuries, because they have a bunch of injury prone mofos on that squad. I mean, AD's hurt every other week. It seems like um, LeBron the is shot, the shoddy team construction. Yeah. Well, the lineups that they play just in general are just absolutely deplorable at times, um, you know, and whose right mind would you put Dennis, Pat, and Russ on the floor at the same time? Mm-hmm. But I've seen it a handful of times this year. Yeah. Um, I don't care about injuries or not. You better put someone else in there that can get some run and halfway defend because Patrick Beverly ain't going to get it done himself. And uh, we all know he can't handle mismatches. You know, he'll handle a guard, but he can't handle anything else. So. Oh, I mean, he was getting he was getting eight eight up by by Giddy last night. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was talking about. Like when Giddy realized that he had the mouse in the house, he was like, "Oh no, I'm taking this the whole way. Like yeah. he ain't gonna be able to stop me at all." And he was right. Um, and it, it just blows my mind that he and it sucks for Russ too, right? Because he probably was really looking forward to coming in that situation and like being able to contribute and do a handful of things for that squad. And anytime that they didn't get a win, everybody pointed to his missed shots, right? Mm-hmm. Or the few turnovers that he had, but didn't talk about a lot of his better games. I mean, hell, last night he played very well. Uh, 27 points, man. He looked yeah. like, he looked like, uh, MVP Russ out there for yeah. a little bit. I mean, granted, he had two boneheaded turnovers in the first half that I can remember that were both just terrible passes. And then one of the J-Dub steals that happened in the second half was a boneheaded pass. But for the most part, that's what you're going to get with Russell, right? He's going to make it up in other ways to you mm-hmm. than, than just those three turnovers. And um, I was looking at the, the box score of that last night, and 
I mean, you mentioned already, what the hell was AD doing playing 31 minutes, only scoring 13 points? Um, Rui is the most confusing player I think I've seen on that lineup just so far because it just makes no sense. Um, Why did, you know, Lonnie Walker get 19 minutes in that game and he's a traffic cone on defense? Um, Troy Brown Jr.? Yeah, yeah, he's a traffic cone too. And then, like, you know, you hear Lakers fans specifically, like, really hype up Austin Reeves, like, oh man, he's so great. Like, no, he's not that great. He's not, he's not a great defender. Like, I don't know what the hell anybody else is seeing. Just because you move your legs fast and you, you have good, you know, defensive posture is what I'll call it, um, doesn't make you a great defender. Um, I mean, your 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 sooner's hell your sooner's hate is coming out right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I thought he was overrated before he got into the league, but you know, it's 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 not Russell's fault, and I'm just happy that he's no. finally out of that situation, just for his own sanity. Because I couldn't imagine having to show up to work every day. The leader of your team just two days before is like boohooing on ESPN, talking about yeah, how uh, that trade didn't happen. Yeah, yeah like. Come on, dog. Like, you don't do that to your your guys whatsoever. Like, you better have made so much money off the interview because it cost you probably some playoff contention. And yeah. that's the part that kind of really has bugged me about this is LeBron since, God, November hasn't stuck up for anybody on that damn team. No. Yeah. No, he's, he's, done, he's done his GM thing. Since, yeah. Since, since things aren't working out on the floor – He's yep. done his, you know, his de facto GM thing from from afar. Yep. You know, using the media, using this to kind of, you know, throw hints out there of what he wants. And so, yeah, I mean, it is, this is classic. This is classic uh, LeBron on a on a team that isn't contending currently. And you know, honestly, the Lakers probably made out as best as they can. Oh, they did. Yeah. The, the, in this trade, like you know, I gotta give the trade an A plus. The trade was oh, an yeah. A plus for, for that, just for yeah. what you had in Russ and what was left over, and what you had to send out to just get that back. Because you know, Malik and 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 D'Angelo, I saw a stat just a little bit ago, um, where I think they're top five in three point. Oh, what was the stat again? I can't remember off the top of my head. Anywho, they're pretty good three point shooters. I mean, just yeah. that's what the stat boiled down to. Um, so you definitely need that on that squad because you can just pack the paint on them and it's over. Um, so A plus by in, in by those standards, but um, still shitty for Russ. Yeah, still terrible for Russ. Well, it's, yes and no. It's, it's it's crappy for his legacy. That's I you think know. that's where I'm more pissed off about because yeah. like they they were showing current players and he's top five in like every statistical category for current players that are still playing in the league right now, mm-hmm. top five. And this is with like a really weird season this season to where he wasn't getting the same amount of minutes that he was getting. Um, so it's, it's just one of those things. I think my hope for him just going forward is really just finding that landing spot that makes the most sense for him and his family and where he can't go contend, it doesn't have to deal with the Lakers. Yes, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's constantly happening. Like I got people in my mentions right now because I tweeted out. I was just like, Lakers fans are like all hyped up about this trade, but you got to win probably at least 18 of your tw- last 27 yep. to truly make it into the playoffs. And you're playing a lot of tough teams to end this season. Like I just don't see it happening. Not um, just that, you, you, you know, you're going into the stretch having to implement not just the three that you just got, but also Rui in this whole mix. So you're yeah. having to implement four brand new players. And, and, and yes, the all-star break may help out a little bit, but it takes it takes a good 10 games to get good chemistry going. So there goes 10 games from that 27-game you know run that you're needing. And so you're probably going to see some ugly basketball here at the beginning of this, you know, at, at, at the first couple games that these guys all play. Um, and so, you know, maybe you're, you're sacrificing too much, you know, on this end to, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what the contract situation is for those guys, but I don't know if this is a just a one season thing or, you know, they're rentaled or whether it's a, a, a thing that goes into next season. But, you know, it's, it's going to take some time to gel. And, and during that time, you may lose a couple games. Yeah. So out of the last 20, what is it, 27 games, I said, 15 of them are in against playing or better teams with I think nine of those being eight seed or better. Yeah. It's tough. Like, the West it, is tough, man. Yeah. It ain't happening. You know what I mean? It's just not happening. So um, I wish I could say good luck to him, but rest in piss Lakers. Um, <laughs> hopefully y'all. You, you, you had, you had your fun. You had your moment yesterday. Congratulations. You yeah. Know, your, your, your guy did what he had to do. Um, but it ended in a loss, and that's been kind of the microcosm of this season for them. Yep. No, absolutely it has been. So, you know, we, we talked about the rush trade. Um, a trade deadline ends in, like, I think 15 hours. 14 maybe hours, yeah. Yeah, something, something like that. Um, I know I can speak for myself and just say I don't see any moves happening at all. Um, I think yeah. we've already dug our heels in for where we're at right now. We have the right young pieces that, in my opinion, even if we don't keep them on this roster, we can recycle those for future picks and continue mm-hmm. to like keep that that stash rolling over the next couple of years um, of, you know, whether it's first round picks or a couple of seconds or yeah. whatever the hell we want to do. And when we want to make a splash, we can this is just not the year to splash just yet. Maybe this off season, um, but definitely not right here, right now today. So no. I don't think we're doing anything. Um, I think it's going to be quiet over here at the Paycom Center. Sam is probably hanging out, listening to Wu-Tang Clan right now. Uh, and Most definitely. Yeah, not, not really worried about what else is going on around the league. So um, what do you think? I mean, outside of Darius Baisley, um, you know, for for a second or something like that, I don't think we make a move at all. And, and the reason being is because, number one, we don't want to take on any extra money if we don't nope. have to. Yep. Um, you know, number two, the CBA, is, they're working on it, but they yep. probably won't get to it till like after the season. And so for us to make a play on something big, Sam's not going to move until he knows how the money works. And so that may not be this, that may actually not be this off season. It may actually be next off season. Yeah. Um, 20, the 24 off season. Um, so what I think he'll do is he'll, 
make a small move. Maybe he doesn't do anything at all. Um, the salary cap, the 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 money that we have on our cap that we can use this off season, I do believe that he's going to use that on a distressed asset from another team, um, and then maybe go ahead and get some some draft capital, some extra draft capital from that, um, because we have we have two seasons where we can use our cap space. Yeah, you know we have this off season and we have the twenty four off season. Then after that. You have to start paying guys. You have to start paying Giddy. Uh, then the season after that, you probably have to start paying J Dub, Chet. Um, and that's not even looking at maybe what happens with Isaiah Joe with you know Yeah, there's so like, many. Yeah. Yeah, there, there there is. So our 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 cap space is totally valuable to us. Now, with that said, if something comes available here within the next two years for a superstar player, then yeah, you do what you gotta do. You pull that trigger, especially if it's a younger superstar player. But the whole Kevin Durant pipe dream, it's probably not going to happen because, number one, the cost. Number yep. two, this is a 35-year-old guy and with a, with a history of injuries. And to go all in on a guy like that has never been, never been Presti's MO. No. Um, so, well, and, so, yeah. And- so we're, we're going to go ahead and save our cap space. And we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to be patient with this. People may be, may be, you know, there will be some fans that are frustrated with our patient take on, on this rebuild, but it's completely necessary uh, to get to where we want to go. Well, and something I think I, I didn't even, I just pulled it up and I wasn't even aware of this just right here, right now. We have $43 million of dead money sitting on our books. Yeah. $43 million that we're paying somebody else. Like, to sit at home. Yeah, to sit at home and do nothing. And I think all of them except for one of them is actually doing that. Well, maybe two of them. I don't know if Marquise Chris made it anywhere. No, um, Kemba Walker's at home. Kemba Walker's Singer. at home. Trey Burke, did he make it anywhere? Nope. All right, so he's sitting at home. The only one on this yeah. list is Jamichael Green. Exactly, yeah. He's the only one that's actually getting any run anywhere. And, you know, so $43 million we have still tied up until – after the the season ends technically um and uh yeah this 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 ain't the move just yet we'll we'll figure it out do i think that we probably we are more probable to splash before the tread deadline next season absolutely um but i'm not even sure about that because i I think whenever we remember whenever russ got traded and our pg got traded russ got traded and we started like rebuilding and you know what i mean like we tore Mm -hmm. the whole thing down essentially um i remember us talking about you know when do we think we'll be back you know what i mean like in the playoffs minimum and the the consensus i think minus my homer self was like 2025 um was whenever that was going to happen and and i think it's still on pace to finish it about 2023 like this next season is going to be the one where we're going to start investing a little bit more to get this team into the playoffs, investing a little bit more to make sure that they don't get a first round exit if we can help it. Um, So, I mean, just to both of our points at the end of the day, it ain't happening this year. If it is something, it's going to be stupid small for like a second round pick. It ain't going to be anything fancy. Um, We might jump in a three team deal, you know, just to snag another asset and, you know, toss a salary in there um, to make a deal work for some other teams. But um, 
it just ain't happened. Oh my God. We have David Nwaba. I didn't even think about his money on here. So actually fifty something fifty million dollars and he has his falls off his full contract falls off next year. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah. our last one of like dead money that we have sitting out there. But um yeah, like almost fifty million dollars just tied up. We're cool. Let us just go ahead and deplete this and then we'll keep it moving. So um speaking of all star break, all right. Three games away is where we're at. Um, And we get uh, that little bit of a week, and we get to see some cool stuff there for a little bit. And um, hopefully we have some of our guys in uh, some of these events, specifically Isaiah Joe in the three-point competition, because we know what's happening with our other guys and the Rising Stars and, of course, Shea. Uh, But we play three games. when me and Dylan talked last, uh, it was after the Rockets throttling, and um, we predicted over the next three games, so that would have been the Warriors, the Lakers, the Blazers, and I said, we're going to lose the Warriors, we're going to beat the Lakers, and we're going to beat the Blazers. Um, so now we have the Blazers, Pelicans, and the Rockets before we get into the All-Star break. Um, what's your prediction? What, what are we going here? I say we go two and one. All right, I'm 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 gonna roll with it. I'm gonna say three and zero oh, nice. um, is what I'm gonna go with. I think that we can beat all these teams, especially after some of the games we put up just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that as Mark said, right, um, and now I forget the verbiage that he said. Gosh dang it, um, we've arrived. There we go. Um, I think is the the verbiage you used yeah. the other night. Um, so I say three and zero. I, th- I think we handle the Blazers just handedly. Um, we're coming off of technically a two day break after having a back to back, some rest mm-hmm. and relaxation. They're probably still gonna be riding high from beating the Lakers in that moment. Um, and then we come back two home games. Uh, right before all-star break. And I think these guys are going to be stupid hungry and just ready to go. Um, And maybe even have some changes in the all-star roster with some of these injuries that have happened that could propel SGA as a starter. Starter them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go with Reno. Uh, That's part Homer part. I just love what this team's doing right now. And I think that it's doable. So um yeah, we, we really just wanted to cover this last Lakers game and kind of just look forward into the next couple of games. Um, I can tell you guys, Friday night, we're going to have a pretty cool pod uh, just talking a bunch of stuff. Um, the trade deadline will be over. There's just going to be so much to talk about. Um, and then, of course, we got that week-long break. So, um, Alex, I mean, is there anything you want to add before I plug a couple things and – Get out of um, here. Just uh hey, team uh team Joe Kim Noah, you know, because <laughs> Giddy and J Dub are both gonna be on his team in the Rising Stars game. So, you know, Joe Kim Noah was kind of an annoying player when he played, but hey, as as a coach, he, he picked a hell of a team. And yeah. so we'll we'll see how that goes, man. We get to see uh we get to see how Jabari looks with confident players around him. Man. Uh, so 
those all three of those teams look so good and it like makes me just value how how awesome the nba is now oh, you know what yeah. i mean it's, like it's, it's a good it, hand yeah it's crazy how awesome it's going to be over the next couple of years so um yeah well a couple things or really one big thing that i just wanted to plug in is uh i shared a link on my twitter this is at gerald amir uh if you don't follow me go check it out um and yep, Alex has to <laughs> roll real quick. He's doing his normal thing where he's at work. So, um, but there's an event uh, for a blue game on March 10th. Uh, you get some beer, you get a uh, pint glass, and you're entered in some raffles to win some Thunder merch and other things. Um, come support the blue guys that are definitely allowing our injured guys or some of our two way players to hone in on their craft and. They don't get a lot of people out of the game. So this is a great opportunity to just show your support. Um, the tickets are $20 for everywhere else. I don't know if there's any more courtside seats. Those were $35. So just jump on Ticketmaster or jump on the link that I shared uh, rather and check that out for March 10th. Um, and other than that, y'all, uh, we're not going to talk to you guys until probably Friday night, maybe Saturday morning is the next time that you're going to hear us. So, just have a great rest of the week. Um, enjoy these wins. I hope you guys are just as happy as we are about spoiling the Lakers win, even on a monumental historic night that not a lot of us ever thought we'd ever see. Um, and let's keep enjoying the ride as we go. So um, as always, hoop when you can. I forget what Dylan says. This is terrible. Um, this is why we need him. Miss you, Dylan. But uh, as always, y'all, thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.